What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Season Gaming Bitcast. Ains, Dan, and Bert coming back at you with episode 36. Today, we're going to be talking about Black Friday, PlayStation VR, some of the rumors that came out this week. But first, I want to uh, introduce you to a new series we're doing called Backseat Gaming. You can find it on our YouTube channel. The three of us have been recording it for a while now. Our first episode just debuted on Friday. So it's uh, really just a shared Let's Play with a comical take. So give it a look. We had a lot of fun recording it, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. So, guys, why don't we go ahead and get started with... Um, Talking about Black Friday, it just happened obviously a couple days ago. Uh, I know we all picked up some stuff. Uh, it's pretty much one of those gamer-like holidays where people are looking for the best gaming deals out there, and there were a lot of good ones. So we know, for instance, the Spider-Man PS4 bundle has been selling like hotcakes. Uh, PSVR down to 199 with the Astrobot and Moss bundle, two of the best games on the platform. Uh, games like Odyssey, Tomb Raider, etc. are really cheap for the first time. So let's hear it, guys. Uh, Dan, we'll start with you, man. What'd you pick up? Uh, a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, I here's the thing. I you know I saw that PS4 bundle with Spider-Man, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy this. I was like, you know what? What, what the hell am I gonna do with it? You know. And then I got the VR a little bit earlier this week uh, for myself because I couldn't turn down the deal. And I started playing it, and it slowly got taken over by the kids. So I was like, well, I better just pick up a PSVR bundle, another one. So that's two <laughs> this week, <laughs> and another PS4. Uh, for the kids, but at that point, that Spider-Man bundle was gone. You couldn't find it online anywhere, and I was not about to go outside on Black Friday. No way. So I just happened to be following somebody on Twitter. We won't mention their names, but it rhymes with schmack kid deals, and <laughs> <laughs> it popped up, and I, I just happened to hit it, you know, with like in a minute, and it was at Walmart. I ordered it. I got it, and then I've got the B, uh, the VR bundle and another controller coming from Newegg. I've got, uh, I don't know how many games I bought online, you know, on the uh, Xbox sale. Uh, Cheez-Its. Find a great deal for Cheez-Its. <laughs> they were fantastic. I know that has nothing to do with gaming, but, you know, I should mention that. Um, but, yeah, so basically two, P two PSVRs, uh, a PS4, Spider-Man bundle, and lots and lots of games. So it sounds like Sony got you good. Yep, they did. Well, Xbox got me good, too. I don't know how much I spent on uh, digital the Marketplace. Games. Nice. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Oh, and I got, uh, I got the kids a couple of uh, Xbox controllers, the design lab stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, a couple new headsets. So Jesus could be here shortly. Dude. I'm done. I'm done. I don't have to do anything the rest of it. I can just sit here and relax and drink my Coca-Cola. <laughs> what about you, Bert? Yeah, so I, I didn't really buy a ton because um, I, I unfortunately bought too many things before Black Friday came along. And uh, I did buy some stuff for memory. So memory cards, hard drives are really cheap right now also. Um, so those... Gosh, I think a one terabyte SSD is only for 110 right now. It's usually like 200 plus. So I got that and a memory card for videos. And um, did I get gaming related? Um, gosh, I, I don't think I bought anything game related this year, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, but no, no, uh, there's there's a lot of good sales. Xbox also has the Xbox One S with a couple games bundle for 199. I think the big thing about the PS4 Slim is that you get Spider-Man, which is a great game that a lot of people are jumping on. So. Overall, pretty good stuff. Um, there's a lot of other stuff that I picked up. Like I, uh, what did I, what did I find? I found a, a good uh, gym membership was super discounted. So <laughs> that was uh, we've been looking at gyms nearby, and they, they had and like, disapproved. Yeah, they, they had all their initiation fees waived and everything, which is pretty 
cool. So, 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 welcome to the Jim yeah. and Cheese It podcast. That's exactly right. I'm over here buying Cheese Its and Pop Tarts. Yeah, he's over here buying yeah. stuff. To, I, I don't even know what a gym looks like on the inside. <laughs> what does it smell like in there? Yeah, <laughs> don't want to know. It's probably terrible. Not like uh, Cheese Its. <laughs> cheese Its uh, sweat. No, so no, so no uh, massive amiibo deals is what you're saying. I didn't really. I've I've kind of scaled back on amiibos recently. Whoa. Only stuff that I know I want to get, so I don't pick them all up anymore. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I don't know who you are. Um, so yeah, it's funny you mentioned the Xbox One because I actually saw one of the outlets. I forget which one it was. Was selling the Xbox One S. They were doing it with the whole Minecraft thing where you get like the normal Minecraft, Minecraft story mode. It's like all Minecraft. Um, but then they were also giving Red Dead Two with it, and I was like, wow, that's one hell of a a good bundle too, but um, you know, Microsoft can't officially promote that bundle because they don't have the marketing rights for Red Dead. So, kind of interesting. But myself, I picked up, uh, I too picked up PSVR. So I was going to have a quick two-minute or three-minute discussion here, Dan, about PSVR. I know you've played it a lot more than me. Um, I did get Astro Bot to work, like I told you. So nice. that was cool. It was exactly what you said. I looked at the world before, but I don't <laughs> think I looked like enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I didn't turn around enough. Um, so I started that and uh, wow, uh, that yeah. really has kind of blown me away. It's very, very cool so far. So um, that's the first one that's really blown me away. Moss is really neat the way it's set up, but um, Astrobot's pretty cool. So I'm going to be playing more of that. But uh, a couple things I don't like about it, and these are the gripes that I think everyone has. I don't like the setup of it. There's too many wires and connections and there's just crap everywhere and I have nowhere to put it. Um, I don't like earbuds at all. So you have to plug this thing in the back of it. And then the two earbuds go into your ears because it only outputs in normal sound. Like it doesn't use the same surround sound as your PS4. It has its own sound processor. Um, so if you want kind of surround sound, you use earbuds. I think Dan, you have a better solution that I'll have to try, but the ear, I just hate earbuds in general. So they piss me off. Um, other than that, uh, it's pretty good. I, I, I've liked what i played so far, but I haven't played it enough to really give a, a good opinion. So i got to get some more games and stuff. But Dan, I know you've been playing the hell out of it. Yeah, a lot. Um, so I picked up... <clears throat> I, I also got Moss and Astro, uh, Astrobot, and then um, I ended up picking up Doom, which I've my son kind of dabbled with a little bit, and it looks <laughs> really complicated. Um, <laughs> you know, you don't really move and use your regular controller. You use the move sticks, and you kind of teleport to move and stuff. Uh, so, it, so it's really kind of weird. I don't know if you can actually use the controller because we didn't get into it too much. Um, we'll see. I'll have to kind of come back on that one. I picked up Creed uh, and a couple other ones. Uh, Tetris played some of that. Uh, boring. But um, <laughs> uh, really, though, I mean, I'm with you. The wires are terrible. I mean, it's such a hassle. And I took it over to a buddy's house last night because they wanted to try it out. And actually, I think they're going to go buy them today because they had so much fun. But just setting everything up is kind of a hassle if you're trying to move it and stuff. Um, so many wires. Now, I don't know if they could ever do something like that wirelessly. I don't know if like the Oculus or the Vive. Yeah, works they like can. That. The Vive okay. Pro is wireless. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah but I mean, it probably cost a whole. Yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But you know, for what it is, I mean, it's something that I will play. You know, enough to justify the purchase, but it's not something I could play all the time. Yeah, you know, when I I did, I did try out yesterday. You know, I, I I got a little sick on Moss. That was just mostly my fault. <laughs> but I tried out. They have a little free one called the. Uh, it's the Homecoming. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. It's a, it's like a five-minute little deal. It's free on on PSN, and 
you're on top of this apartment building and I turned around and looked and there's the edge of the building. Well, I decided to walk back and look, almost fell on my couch. <laughs> and then, and then uh, I think you zip up to like a crane and you can look down and you just see all these cars. It's insane, the stuff that you're doing. And it, it looks good. I mean, it looks really, really good. I almost fell down <laughs> then also. So there's a lot of almost falling for me. Um, but and I played and puking from and what puking I one time, one time, but that's <laughs> hopefully that'll stop, you know, and I've got a pretty decent, uh, <laughs> vertigo. So it, it's not something that I, you know, I thought I would be able to play and I'm, I'm really happy that I can. Um, but it's, 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 it's not, I want to say it's niche or novelty because I think they're really making strides towards, you know, really immersive gameplay. Like you saw with Astrobot, you know, it's, it's something different. It's something that you've never seen before. And as far as the audio goes, yeah, I did mention, you know, I think Rig makes a, a headset specifically for it. I've got, actually, I got two of them upstairs that my kids use just for regular headsets. And they're super comfortable. Um, but then again, you know, there's another wire that you have to deal with. Now, they also come, that one comes with a shorter wire where you don't, doesn't get in your way as far as uh, having one that's like six foot long dangling okay. all over the place though but it's great i mean I, i've had a really good time with it and i might have lost a pound or two playing beat saber so. <laughs> which we're going to talk more yeah. about so yep. um <clears throat> bird i know you said you're waiting on it uh any thoughts on it no no no, no. this is a we're going to have a deeper video on it now um on psvr coming up that we could probably talk more about on it but um no I, I i'm very interested in it i just don't have the the time and stuff to invest into it right now so i've i've passed on it for now yep fair enough all right, guys. So we had um, we had some interesting leaks and rumors that have come out, and I think this is leading up to the Game Awards because there's supposed to be some pretty big announcements during the Game Awards. So maybe some of these uh, were anticipated for that, but obviously leaked a little early. Let's talk about a couple of them. So first is that Alien Blackout has been trademarked by 20th Century Fox. Uh, I know I don't know if you are Dan Burt and I are massive Alien fans. I think. Bert, it would be fair to say we're both a little disappointed with how Alien has been handled in several oh, yeah. areas over the past several years. I think all Alien fans are. Um, but this is interesting. So it's trademarked for video game use. What that means, we don't know. Who's developing, we don't know. But this is good signs that a new Alien game is coming, and don't give it to Gearbox. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Bert? Well, first of all, I, I want to mention that I was a massive, massive Alien Isolation fan the year it came out. I actually had it in some of my favorite games of that year, personally. I've uh, finished it twice. Uh, I loved every aspect of it, the gameplay and everything. I know I'm in the minority here because it didn't do just amazingly well. But uh, I did not play or even bother with Alien Colonial Marines. So um, I, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. If you've not played Isolation, play it. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's very good. So it's like survival horror Alien. Um it's kind of like Alien 1 in that sense. Uh, I didn't finish it. I should have, damn it. Um, funny enough about Alien Isolation, too, if you go back and play it now, it's one of the games that uses Connect actively. Like, you can actually look around corners, and if you you can turn it on to where if you make too much sound, the alien will pick up on it, and it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and the game also just turns into something that you don't expect. I mean, a lot of people think it's just like the ship area, and it's like you just walk around the ship the whole time. I can tell you it's more than that. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to ruin it, but it's it's so good. Cool. Dan, yeah. alien fan? Yeah, I mean, I, I love the movies. Um, I uh, I haven't played a game since uh, it was on my PC back in the day. It was like it was the AVP, Alien vs Predator. Excellent yeah, that, game. Yeah, it was so much fun. You know, yeah. I, Alien Isolation. You know, I'm I'm a giant puss, so it's not going to be one of those <laughs> games. I have it, 
and it's on the backlog. But, you know, I need to play with like lights on and the sun blaring into my window. And, you know, it's just I want to play it because everybody's talked about, you know, I mean, it's it's one of those like kind of looks like a cult classic where like, you know, there's a big group of people that really, really like that game. And it's and I love the universe. You know, I've seen every movie, um, but I'm ready for it. I think I don't know. I, it, there was there was some rumors I saw about Alien. Was it was it this one? With uh, the head, uh, what's his face attached to it? Kojima. Kojima, yeah. Was it this one? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, that's terrible. That's a yeah. terrible <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Idea. I don't know. I think that seems really odd, but that we'll see. And I hope that's not the case, because if it's just an alien game, fine. I don't need to, you know, have all kinds of meaning behind it and crap. So <laughs> I don't want to see it. that the game was directed by him 94 times over the course of a 10-hour game. So. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Birch is shaking his head over there. (laughs) All right. Um, So here's one that's real interesting because I know at least on two big casts recently, we have brought this game up as uh, something we wanted to see on the PS1 Classic and something that we hoped would be brought back. And sure enough, yesterday, Square Enix has trademarked Parasite Eve in Europe. And, uh, you know, really nothing more known about it than that. But you don't trademark something like Parasite E for no reason, right? So something's happening here. And this is uh, this could be really neat. I'm excited. Oh, I'm yeah. super I'm super excited about it if it's actually going to come out. I mean, with the way Square Enix's development cycles work, they'll probably, it's just maybe a remaster or a remake, and then we're not going to see it till 2025 or something. So, but I, I love Parasite E a lot. Um, Throwing a little shade at Final Fantasy there? I'm just sick and tired of how long their development cycles are on all their games, not even their remasters and remakes. It's just such a headache with them. Yeah, I agree, man. It's it's it's, and it's not like they it comes out and it's like, man, this is so mind-blowing where it's like, you know, the best game ever. It's, it's, it's always, you know, above average, but never great. That's why I'm a little hesitant about Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I played, like I said, the first one of those, but it's just... It's yeah. gonna be. It's so gonna Parasite be awesome. Eve? It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Parasite Eve is my favorite PlayStation game. Uh, really? Original, wow. original system. That and I think a, a Battle Arena Toshinden was awesome. That was just because it was the first one I played. But it was fun. Yeah. Um. I love this news. Love it. I mean, I hope it's a new game, or they do you know something um, like Capcom did with like Resident Evil, and they really, really redo it. And and make it good with like how they're doing Resident Evil 2, <clears throat> from what I've heard. Um, I'm ready. I mean, when I saw that news, I was just, I was like, this is it. Finally, finally, we're getting something. Because it's such, it was such. I mean, yeah. I mean, you go back now and play it. It's it's probably pretty trashy, but it was so good at the time. And they did a really good job with the story. They did a really good job with just the mechanics. It wasn't where it was, you know. It wasn't your typical game that I've ever played. No, it was definitely know. unique. It's really unique. So yeah. I'm ready for it, man. Yeah, uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that one for sure. But I just found the coincidence funny that I, I can't imagine many people have been talking about Parasite Eve lately, and yet they hear it popped up right after we were talking about it. Yeah, you know, maybe just a rumor that we we Ooh. we brought this to light. You know, Square mm-hmm. Enix is a big listener, so yeah. we'll see. Um, <laughs> so big rumor out this week as well is that, um, you know, we're going to get some release dates from Sony at the game awards, specifically death stranding, ghosts of Tsushima and dreams. Um, my initial thoughts here is I could kind of believe this because dreams is supposedly close 
uh, in the sense that there's supposed to be a beta for it by before the end of the year. They said a beta is coming in 2018. Um, so I, I can imagine Dreams being, you know, sometime first half of 2019, being that it's not going to be this AAA blockbuster, right? And then uh, Dust Stranding, we know that we talked about this last time. Keely rides Kojima hard. Kojima is always a focus of the show because of that. And uh, it would not surprise me for Kojima to come out and announce something Death Stranding uh, at the show. So this is somewhat believable in my opinion. I swear to God, if we get some four-minute Death Stranding video that is completely bizarre and has nothing to do with anything, I'm just going to probably break the TV. Yep. That sounds about right, man. I mean, I, I can care less about Death Stranding at this point. I mean, I'll probably play it, but it's just Kojima. I hate that dude. But <laughs> can't stand him. And we just um, lost half our listeners. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, I'm excited for Ghosts. And Dreams is actually another reason I picked up the VR. Um, when I Everything I've seen from that, I think it would be really cool just to kind of immerse yourself in that kind of game and then be able the the, the game creation stuff. My kids saw it and they were like, yeah, we need to play this. Yeah. So it's going to kind of work out nice. Uh, hopefully it comes out pretty soon because that's one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Pretty Me much. too. I want to sit down with my son. We only have my PS4. He's only got an Xbox. and so, But I think it'd be fun to sit down with him and try to create something together You know, that yeah. we both can uh, just play, even if it's something real simple because it'd be right. fun. Yeah, for me, I think <clears throat> with the release dates in general, so you know, we have Last of Us 2 coming supposedly uh, Days Gone. Supposedly coming out soon. I heard there might be another delay. But it's going to be a crowded 2019 for Sony if all these games are supposed to be coming out in 2019. I think something might bleed over into 2020 spring, potentially. So they're going to have a big release calendar coming up. Um, with them not being at E3, they're probably going to take advantage of this and uh, the next PlayStation stuff that they're going to have. So yeah. I don't know. But there's a lot of rumors that uh, PS5 is coming out in 2020, in the fall of 2020. Yep. So they have a lot to kind of release between 2020 either that or some of these games are moving over to playstation 5 and ps4 so yeah i i think we're definitely i think you nailed it i think we're definitely gonna see a couple of these games come out right and then just be playable on the ps5 with some sort of enhanced mode right where you get like a 4k 60 instead of 4k 30 or something like that like we see with the xbox one x today right um and pro i think um if I had to guess right now, I would say exactly what you just said, is that Last of Us 2 will probably be spring of 2020, and then it'll just have updates when the PS5 launches in uh, fall. Because for people who don't have a PS4, which nowadays doesn't seem like many people, but uh, for new players of the PS5, it would be very simple to just pick up Last of Us 2 as one of those either bundles, right, um, or as a new game when they hadn't played it on the PS4, and it, obviously it's going to be a system seller, so... Yeah, the other thing that, really quick, Dan, I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, the other thing is, is that uh, the PlayStation 5, we don't know a lot about what could be potential launch titles for them. There's a few things that have been speculated upon, but nothing big. So what they might do is they might release these games with a PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 compatibility. So you have these games that have been built up for so long available at PlayStation 5 launch. Yeah. We'll buy that as a launch title, even though it's not something new in the sense to where it's a surprise to us whereas it seems like microsoft has kind of said all right we're done with this gen a lot of big stuff is coming in the next gen so i don't know we'll see yeah man i'm, I'm excited i'm ready <laughs> i'm ready for some stuff uh, if the ps5 you know this is all assuming that sony will adopt backwards compatibility which if they don't they're they have to i don't to, see how they can right? yeah i mean it but you know if at this point who knows 
You know, I've, I've seen dumber things happen. That's true. You know, and they could just, you know, say, okay, well, here's, you know, you have to buy the game again on the PS5. You know, I mean, it, that that that's the only potential hiccup. But I mean, yeah, I, I can't see Sony not doing it. It would that, it would that, strand so many people back <laughs> back in the old days of the PS4. <laughs> well, know, that's what I was gonna say. That would be one of those monumental mistakes that could shift the the dynamic right. of a generation, right? Yep. Like an Xbox would just come out and say you can play four generations of stuff on our, you know, <laughs> on the Xbox Scarlet or whatever it's going to be called, Xbox Two. Yeah. Um, you know, especially as big as this generation has gotten, there's going to be 90 million PS4s out there. If you abandon all those, you know, no way. I, I can't see Sony doing that. I, neither can I, but you know, I've also seen dumber things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, and then um, this one is right up Bert's alley. So, uh, Game Informer editor. Um, I forget his name. He was on the Game Informer show a couple days ago and claimed, anyway, to have a sort of inside information based on some of the sources he's talked to at Nintendo that the next Zelda game is coming sooner than you would think. Um, now, from what I read on this, there's also been some teasing in a very light regard that Nintendo is going to remaster Skyward Sword. Is that what it's called, Bert? I'm not the big Zelda guy here. Um but I know that a lot of people, Zelda fans, I've heard about. Is it Skyward Sword? Uh, maybe. It depends on which one you're talking about. That's that's the rumor that I've heard. The problem with Skyward Sword is it came out towards the end of the Wii's life. So a lot of people didn't get to play it. They had already moved on to other things. And right. then the Wii U came out. So that's that would be a great thing if that's actually coming. Okay. that That's the rumor. I was making sure I got the title right. Um, but that's the rumor I saw and what people are thinking this may be. Because it's doubtful that the team has created an entirely new Zelda game already or in the next year, right? So be kind of interesting and i didn't know that that it came out at the end of the wii's lifespan so you you want to touch on this one you'll know more about it than i will of course yeah so that's the thing um there first of all nintendo's been on record saying that they plan on giving tons of dlc even more dlc coming for breath of the wild the breath of the wild already struggled on the switch to run extremely clean and, and perfect i can't see them making an entirely new engine or anything if anything they might use what's already out on the breath of the wild uh, engine and maybe just create a new story with it or whatever. It looked great already, so it's not like they need to update stuff, but it would be nice to get something a tad bit nicer. Um, if it is Skyward Sword, like I did say, it came out towards the end of the Wii. People were already done with the Wii moat and the nunchuck that was already out for it. Um, and it was really hard to control because that's the only way you could play the game. Even with the Wii uh, Pro controller, um, you couldn't play the game to its, its max. So if they restructure those controllers, to maybe a Switch controller or just the, the Pro uh, controller for, for the game, it would be amazing. Um, it is known as probably the best out of Ocarina of Time Zelda game before Breath of the Wild came out. So a, a lot of people love it. Not everybody played it, and people have been kind of clamoring for this to be remastered, remade, or whatever for a while now. So that would be awesome if that actually happened. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for oh. playing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like Zelda. A, yeah. <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll leave it at that. But that's interesting. Yeah. But what is with Nintendo coming out with pro controllers and then have, making games that don't support them? Stop yeah. that. Yeah, Stop it was it. weird on the Wii. The Wii had some just weird controllers. I think they relied so much on the Wii Mote in that generation. Um, there was a pro controller for it, but it, uh, it, it just wasn't used as much. I think they were trying to use a lot of emulated old games more than using their actual handheld controllers during that gen. Mm. Yeah. All right. This is a weird report I saw, but I figure we touch on it because this is a, another game that's almost kind of disappeared and we rarely hear about it. Shenmue 3. So believe it or not, it was E3 2015 when we saw Shenmue 3 and Final Fantasy 7 for, for that matter. 
Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, Yu Suzuki came out. They they announced it, then announced a Kickstarter campaign on stage, which I thought was one of the dumbest things ever. Um, and then in the first nine hours after E3 right there, they they made something like a million and a half. I forget what it was, $2 million or something in donations to make this game. It has been almost three and a half years since. And in that time, um, the Kickstarter has earned less than it did in that initial nine hours. So what I'm seeing here is I'm seeing the cult classic aspect come in where the, the fans who really wanted Shenmue 3, you know, jumped, got super excited. Sony got everyone excited on the stage about it. And then it just has disappeared. And because there's not a lot of news on it, we haven't seen much of it. Um, you know, I think beyond those diehard Shenmue fans, we're just not hearing or seeing a lot about it. No one really cares. So I found this just interesting in the fact that it seems like this game is going to be a hit with the people who want it to be a hit. But beyond that, I don't know what type of mass market appeal it's going to have. Yeah, then you also have the fact that Sony was initially, you know, coattailing it quite a bit. Um, and then they were like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. It's going to be, um, you know, cross-platform. Isn't it? So, uh, it's got a different publisher now, too, right? Yeah. Completely yeah. different. Development cycles change a lot. There's been a lot of rumors that there's been a ton of issues in the development cycle itself. So it may never happen, actually, is what I'm hearing. So I don't know. What a mess. I got Dan, nothing. I got you, nothing. Know, you contributed like 500 bucks to this Kickstarter, right? Yeah, that was that was me. That was, <laughs> actually, I, actually, I'm the one that, you know, I, I did half of it. Yeah, <laughs> I did half of it. <laughs> I have no, I mean, I've never played a Shenmue. Mew. So, I mean, this is, I don't even know what the hell it is, really. I mean, I, I've kind of looked at, you know, the, the remasters, and I'm like, yeah. I'm, don't do it. Yeah, don't right. do it. I'm, no way. There are yeah, very should... few games I, I, I won't buy, knowing <laughs> that I won't ever play them, and I'll still buy them. So, like yeah, I did, yeah. Shenmue was the game. It came out on Dreamcast, and it was visionary at the time um, for being one of the first games where you could really kind of go in an open world and just be a person in that world. That's what he was going for. But this was 19, no, 2000. Was it the original or 2001? Yeah, 2000. 2000, yeah, because it was on Dreamcast, of course. And it just, um, you play it now and it is rough. I watched yeah. some videos and it's just like it's, we've gotten used to open world games for nearly 20 years now and they've evolved and evolved and we love games like Witcher and Red Dead and Assassin's Creed. And you go back and play Shenmue, you're like, what is this? Yeah, the reason it caught a lot of news is because at the time it was the most expensive game to develop ever. Um, yeah, that's right. And, yeah. Uh, then Shinbu 2 came out. It was actually available on the Xbox as well. And then um, the development cycle just died because it got too expensive. And I believe it was Sega that had them at, at the time just dropped it. So we're not going to do any more development on this game. And then fans were just heartbroken because it did have a big cult following at the start. Um, a lot of people loved it. It just never, you know, they spent tons of money, as you said, on that. And it just never did the. The volume they expected to be this killer app for dreamcast and it never came to fruition so and then uh one one interesting article we don't have to talk too much about it but I, it was nice seeing it is new york times actually ran an article um with the focus being red dead saying that games are now artistically on par with movies and tv something that i think a lot of us who play a lot of games have been saying for quite a while uh, years at least, but uh, it was nice to see this type of public recognition. New York Times is not a small outlet, um, yep. so it's nice seeing this, you know, on their page, giving some credence to uh, gaming. Yeah, I think you know, I mean, games are basically interactive movies at this point. You know, exactly. a lot of them are. So it, it's it it makes total sense to kind of put them on that same level, you know. And and the people that you know 
they're all behind the scenes and and do all the you know they're they're just as good as the people that are doing these you know movies and tv shows so i yeah some of the same people some of the writers and voice actors are the same people right yeah with like norman reedus (laughs) coming with death stranding and his baby and his weird throat (laughs) baby Super, super but yeah, I mean, this this makes sense. I mean, it really, really is. I mean, when you play a game and sit down and you know get into a game like Red Dead or God of War, you you know, I think people that don't play and would actually take the time to even you know test out the waters a little bit, I think they'd be really, really surprised. You know, it's not just Mario and Nintendo anymore. You know, it's not just hey, are you playing that on your Nintendo? No, <laughs> different systems, and you know, you know, so I. Definitely. I mean, like you said, we've been saying it for a long time. So, yeah, I, I don't really have an, a, a lot to say about it, other than then, yeah, it, it's good that this is being written. I mean, people have this stereotype about gaming and the type of person that a gamer is, as, as has existed since the beginning of time. And the people that have built those stereotypes are still running on old stereotypes from the '90s and early 2000s and stuff. And the industry has changed a lot. Gaming's changed a lot. The options for gaming has changed a lot. And the audience has changed a lot. So I, I think it's good to hear this kind of stuff and hopefully it continues to evolve into a positive type of thing instead of always negative for people that have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. I agree. What happens. Nothing drives me crazier when you're watching a movie or TV show, a new one, right? And they show someone playing a video game and they put in those sound effects like beep, boop, beep, boop. And I'm like, <laughs> holy Jesus. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not 20 years ago anymore. All right. <sighs> Quick new segment called On the Spot. So the host, which happens to be me today, is going to ask a question of these two guys. Random gaming-related question just to get some feedback. Today's is going to be really simple. It's nothing crazy. On the Spot, guys, for the release dates that we know, what is your most anticipated game of 2019? I'll go. I'll go first. Anthem. Yeah. I'm oh. excited. I'm excited for Anthem right now because it's the only confirmed date that I know for 2019 that I'm excited about. Well, yeah, it doesn't have to be confirmed in the sense of an actual single date, but just 2019. Oh, still Anthem. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Dan? Uh, Anthem, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to that one too. Um, but yeah, I think Dreams would no. probably be it for now. You know, it, and that's assuming that you know a lot of these other games aren't coming out, but we just don't have the solid dates, even the year, you know, for some of these. So, but I, we've actually been looking forward to it since, uh, uh, it was talked about, uh, I, me and my son sat down and we're just like, yeah, we got to play this. So it's more of a, you know, a kind of a father son bonding thing than it is anything else. So it's, that's probably the one I'm looking forward to right now, but there's so many that it's, <laughs> I'm going to buy them all. So <laughs> did you, so, uh, not to change the subject, there's uh, one of the recent game informers had the, the feature article yep. is dreams. Okay. Yeah, make sure you had that. that one. Cool. Yes, For me, uh, I would say at this point in time, gears five, uh, I think gears five is going to blow us away. It's going to be much bigger budget than we saw to gears four, which was already a big budget title. And I'm really looking forward to what they do with uh, having a few years under their belt as a new studio now. So I think it's going to be amazing. All right. What are we currently playing, guys? Um, Hit us up. Lots of Uh, VR. Go ahead, VR. Yeah, Yeah, you already really talked about that. Anything else? Not a whole hell of a lot. Uh, Still playing Hitman. I think I'm a couple uh, missions out from finishing it. Um, Hope to get that done this week and maybe get a review up. Short of that, it's just basically been the VR and a little bit of Battlefield with you guys. So, cool. 
Yeah, Perfect. I'm I'm finally knee deep into Red Dead, loving it. Um, about 21 hours last time I checked into the game, so a lot of stuff has happened, a lot of stuff has not. Obviously, I'm still playing um, Battlefield uh, socially and Call of Duty, funny enough, socially with you guys and a few other people locally, and still a few racing games here and there. But busy week ahead of me, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, this week was the easier kind of holiday week for us to get some time in. So I've spent it playing Red Dead, trying to get through. The whole game i'm up to nearly 90 hours now and i'm still on chapter five so i'm just again told you i was going to take my time and i am and just enjoying every minute of it so um other than that battlefield like we said before we actually played some pub again so got oh, some yeah. matches of that those matches last night were not good so we're not going to talk about them <laughs> and uh <laughs> otherwise yeah nothing too crazy and then vr so we kind of already touched on all that stuff um so Kind of transitioning to a VR review. We have one review for you today. It's Beat Saber for PSVR. So Dan reviewed that for us here. He gave it a sensational medal, which kind of equates to a nine. Uh, he really, really enjoys it. This is one of those things where you need not only PSVR, but it requires the move controllers as well. Um, so Dan, you were saying that, uh, you know, in your kind of short written review that you were saying that, um, you know, there's a lot more to it than it seems on the surface. You kind of start by just slashing these blocks, but then there's all types of things that kind of come in and it can also be like a workout game, like a, a physical game because you're standing and swinging and moving around. So let's hear some of your uh, core thoughts on it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not a workout guy, <laughs> you know, couldn't tell that by looking at this muscular toned body, but <laughs> Um, <laughs> it really, I mean, when the first time I tried it out, I was like, man, I played one game on like the normal level and it was just, I was tired, man. I was so tired, but basically what it is, is you've got these lightsabers. Um, you've got these blocks coming at you at varying speeds, depending on your difficulty. Each block has a arrow on it and that's the way you have to slash at it. Um, at the same time, they throw these bombs at you, which you have to avoid and also walls. So not only do they come from like side to side where you have to lean left, lean right, but you also have to duck. Therein lies the problem with my stature. <laughs> so it allows you to set your floor level, which sounds weird, but it, it just basically drops the floor a little bit. If like you're you know taller like myself, we got to raise it up if you're a little bit shorter like my kids. So it lets you adjust a little bit because we were having issues as far as you know having that one that comes over your head you know, and you're still slashing when you're sitting down here crouching. I have to give that visual aid. <laughs> so, um, but it was, it's so much fun. And, you know, the reason I gave it such a, a high score, you know, it, it's, it's not super complicated. You know, it's a rhythmic game. It's, you know, you can you know, kind of akin to like Guitar Hero or like uh, Arrow or something like that. Um, but because of the social aspect of it, I mean, I have never we've never really had that game where, you know, you get like Mario party or you get, you know, games that we all play together, but this one is just, it, you can laugh, have fun. Everybody, you know, when they get into it, it's like, Oh wow, this is new. I took it over to a buddy's house yesterday. And uh, one of my other buddies that was there, his wife played it for like an hour straight. And um, yeah, she's probably going out and buying it today. It, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things that's just so much fun. And that's, that's, you know, when I review a game, that's, that's one of those, you know, core, pieces that I, I need to have it's got to be enjoyable you know you can have the best graphics you can have all this other stuff but if it's fun it kind of trumps everything else for me so i really really enjoyed it um i think it could use a few more songs um 
and it would be nice to do like a customizable songs. I know they had a mod you could do it for the PC, um, but I don't see that ever coming to the PlayStation. Um, they're going to release some DLC. They're like, I think they're going to be ten bucks a piece. It gives you another ten songs each. You know, so it, it's a little bit more variety in songs would be nice. It's mostly techno music, which lends itself really well to the to the game, but you know, just not my cup of tea. But you know. You, you really don't notice it when you're in there swinging around and stuff. Make sure you get the uh, wristbands attached on those move controllers because mm -hmm. they will fly out. Um, my biggest fear is watching one of those go through my QLED. <laughs> so, but I had a blast with it, a blast. And, I, you know, I, I posted several videos of my kids on social media playing the thing on Expert already, and it just makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> they can do that. Uh, so, so I had a good time. It, I, do you know if the music is it licensed music or is it all like unique to the game? I don't know that for sure. I know that uh, like there's one song called Beat Saber that is probably specifically for that song. Hmm. Um, but they're they're actually artists. Um, I'm, I think you can go find the music anywhere, you know, somewhere else. Um, but I'm imagining that that you know some of them are like that, and then other ones they just kind of pulled in and just got the licenses for. Hmm. So I don't know if that'll be an issue down the road when they use lose those licenses but i mean I, i've never really looked into that too much so okay and then how long does each kind of session or level last and how many levels are there do you know i haven't done the campaign too much to okay. be honest, it's, it's mostly just the free play and there is a campaign um but you really i mean i don't really see the point of it when you can basically just do whatever you want but you know that i'd have you know i have to get a little bit more deep into um but you, you can do the, the songs last anywhere from like three to four minutes to, you know, there's a couple longer ones that are like six. Um, but they're all very, very similar, you know, as far as style and stuff goes. Um, but um, yeah, that's it, I think. That's what, <laughs> where's I going with that one? Sorry. Or you got any questions for Beat Saber here? No, uh, I, I remember seeing this trailer. I, if I'm not mistaken, this originally came out on the Oculus Rift. Yes. Um, it was one yeah. of the biggest, uh, it was like a showcase title for the Oculus Rift, and people loved it. And then it's been kind of perfected for the PlayStation VR now that it's finally come there. Um, and the trailer looked awesome from what I remember. I'm actually going to download it and put it into our video here for people that are curious about it. It looks it looks awesome. So yeah. this, to me, might be the system seller for the PSVR, actually. Yeah. It just looks yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I think with uh, with Astrobot and then this coming out now, right during the whole Black Friday rush, it, I think that's part of what's contributing to the uh, the sales that we think we've seen for this. So, yeah. well, very cool. Um, you can read the written uh, review portion on our site, and we'll link out to uh, this episode as well. So now it's time, fellas, for name that game, uh, and this okay. is going to be my first time posing this so bert will get the feel what it's like just going blank no computer aids no phones i'm watching both of you hands gotta be up dan don't be cheating over there <laughs> hands and phone just gotta stand there like i'm holding you both I, up. i'm not sure i could hold my hands up that long <laughs> you're still somewhere from beat saber yeah. <laughs> all right I, I think i have these questions in a good order where it gets you know obviously ran very broad to, to narrow i kind of played around with them last night so let's see what we got so First question, and Bert, we'll start with you on the first question. You guys ready? Yes. All right. First question. This game only has two games in the series, you know, in the title series, uh, but the second game was not a sequel. Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> that was a sequel, so no. <laughs> 
And there's three games. There's nuts and bolts, too. Hey, I'm just hey. <laughs> Two games. Gosh. Two total games. Uh, yes. And one was not a sequel. Red Dead Redemption. Oh, I might know what it is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Dan, you're first on this one. It came out. The original came out in 2010. Ah, oh, no, I don't know what it is. Nope. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that did come out in 2010, but that's not it. Damn it. <laughs> I pass. <laughs> Re- repeat that, Ains. You said that the original, what was it again? The yeah, the, fir- the first release of this, because there's, there's, like I said, there's two titles. Uh, mm-hmm. The first release was 2010. No idea. First release in 2010. God dang. Crackdown? Oh, no. All right, Bert. The title is playable online with up to 12 people. Oh. It's hard when, you, when you're on the other side, isn't yeah, it? It is. It's really hard. <laughs> original, original title, or you can play for up to 12 people. Oh, my God. I don't. Um, I'd say Smash Brothers, but that's had tons of, tons of them. So, no, I have no idea. Pass. Dan? I have no fucking clue. Um, <laughs> so say it again. Okay, so you can play up to twelve. You can play online. There's two games. Uh, the first one came out 2010, and you can play online with up to twelve people. I have no idea. No clue. That's a hard pass. <laughs> all right, then, all right, we're gonna get a little easier. So it's Andy, gotta be. All right, Dan, you're first here. It's a racing game. Fuck. Uh. Now I got Bert thinking hard. Yeah. <laughs> I should know this. Um, you guys will both know it eventually. Oh, it is a little more obscure. Yeah. That's, a, that's an extra hint. A little Up more obscure. 12 people. Got a guess, Dan? I have nothing. I have nothing. Racing oh, you game. Got, you, guys are, you guys are really slacking. Tough, this, man. Is, this is a tough one here. I don't know. Two, I'm thinking Forza. I'm thinking all the big ones. You know, like. Hold on. I still got my guess here. I'm still thinking, yeah, but we got to yeah, be yeah. quick here. Um Dang it. We can't ask do, questions. Do, 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 do. Oh, Mod Nation? Mod Nation Racers? Oh! Nailed nice. it. Yes. Nailed it. Nice. Yes. Wow. Woo. Fourth question. That's, that's, nice. our new, that's our We only have two episodes, but that's our new record holder. New record. So, wow. Good call. I, I was going, the next questions were, it was only on PlayStation. Uh, nice. You could customize your racers' cars and create tracks. And then we really get easy. It involved carts. It was very yeah. similar to Mario Kart. And you could mod your carts <laughs> if you guys were really, really going clueless on me. Like, Mario Kart? Yeah. <sighs> Four well, questions. Nice, it, nice one. Does that include the handheld versions? Yes. That's why I said there's two, there's two games in the series, but it wasn't a sequel. Technically, it was like a different yeah. version on the uh, Vita. Done so. by the guys that did Little Big Planet, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, part of them. It was um, Santa. It was part of Sony, one Sony studio, and then there was um, this other studio. I look, I look. I had the case over there. I looked at it last night. But I love that game. I, I want a sequel. I like that game better than Mario Kart because you could. Oh, no, because you could oh, modify all your racers, your cars. You could create tracks. There was so much more to it than just racing. You know, standalone tracks. Sure. It was fun, fun game. Yep. It wasn't as polished as Mario Kart, but. You know. Anyway, good job, Bert. He's yeah, the, job, reigning, the reigning champion. I don't know if anyone's going to top four questions before the year is out. That's going to yeah. be tough. You're right. It's hard as hell when you're on the receiving end. Yeah, <laughs> you just go blank. Like, 
I'm gonna have so. to start thinking of one now. <laughs> next week, Dan. Next week, it's you. I'll bring it. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in. That was a fun episode. Um, as always, please like and subscribe. We're doing a lot more on YouTube now, especially with Backseat Gaming, where you can find it on YouTube. And there's a link, uh, a special page on SeasonGaming.com with Backseat Gaming. We have uh, been publishing more videos. We're going to be doing some stuff on PSVR, like we said, some more unboxings and uh, more reviews coming uh, shortly as well. So, guys, anything you want to shout out before we close out? Not really. Uh, we, we hit 400 subscribers on YouTube, so thanks everyone that has subscribed. We're going to be doing a free giveaway because of that, so um, nice. thanks again for that. It's always good to see that. Uh, we get a lot of our listens on the podcast audio-only side, so if you're listening audio-only, thank you for that as well. Definitely feel free to participate in the giveaway, and we'll kind of give our details out for that later if you are into subscribing for things, if you haven't already subscribed audio-wise. So thanks. Yeah, that's a that's a good giveaway too. So stay tuned for that. And like you said, on the audio side, we know you got a lot of you guys listening that don't watch uh, on YouTube. But uh, Backseat Gaming, like we said, is a video thing. So please check it out if you get time. We would appreciate it. And uh, otherwise, we will talk to you next week. Take care, guys.